Hello and welcome! Bonjour et bienvenue! This is the Community Trail Running Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lee. Thank you for joining me once again. So many podcasts out there and I so appreciate you spending a little bit of your time with me. It's episode 64. Today we have Adam Stevens on the podcast. The filmmaker's talking about what he loves about creating and his recent experience at Trans Selkirks. It's a great chat and it's also great to have him on because he's a filmmaker, because he loves to create, and because today we are announcing the Trail Running Film Festival is coming back to Vancouver. Tickets are on sale now, today, early bird pricing this year, $25 all this month. Make sure you get them this month before January 1st, because January 1st they're going up to 30 bucks. So excited to see you all Thursday, April 4th. We're back at the Rio for a celebration of our amazing sport and community. So excited to host you all again. Thrilled to have Janine helping me out again. We're going to have a great time. We have amazing sponsors lined up yet again. We'll play some games. We'll give away some prizes. We have another fantastic guest lined up. And on top of all that, we're going to have some entertainment on top of all the films. So get there early. And you're going to want to bring noisemakers. Bring your cowbell. Bring your tambourine. Whatever you have that'll make noise, you're going to want and need it. We are going to make the real loud and celebrate our amazing sport together. Can't wait to see you all there. Stay tuned for the next couple of weeks as we'll be rolling out our sponsors and our guest announcement. So keep a close eye here. And to my friends in Alberta, we're coming for you as well. Yes, we're taking a big step around here, taking the show on the road. I'm excited, a bit nervous, but mostly just thrilled for the opportunity to hang out with more of you and celebrate trail running. Still finalizing dates, but it's looking like the first week of June is when we're going to get there. June 4th in Edmonton, June 5th in Calgary, and June 6th in Canmore. Which means I can hang out with you all June 8th at the Canmore Five Peaks event. Crazy exciting times around here. I can't wait to get going with it all. But before we do any of that, let's get to Adam Stevens. Today's guest is photographer and media creator Adam Stevens. Adam was our photographer for the Trail Running Film Festival here in Vancouver last year, and he recently released Running My First Stage Race, which features his journey through the 2023 Trans Selkirks. Working with him was super fun. Watching his stuff is super fun. And Adam, I'm hoping our chat today is going to be super fun. Thank you for coming on. Sweet, man. Yeah, thank you so much for having me and asking me to be on the podcast. I'm definitely excited. Uh, you had great energy when we got to work together at the film festival and can't wait to hear a little bit more about you. I'm hoping you can just tell us right from the beginning, just tell us how you got into running and photography. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that that film fest was awesome, man. Like kudos to you for putting that on and creating like, you know, well, not only more community in Vancouver for trail running, but also to help trail running filmmakers. Like it's so unique and to bring that to Vancouver was was super special. So I'm stoked for next year. And I did submit a, uh, a film, uh, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck. Best of luck. <laughs> and thank you for the um, kind words. It was a blast. For sure. For sure. Well, yeah, man, for, yeah, I guess I started running at a similar time as I started doing photography. They kind of were, were like hand in hand for me. I, 
went to uh, university uh, Humber uh, for music and I played jazz music there for like my undergrad. And then I went on from that to go to teacher's college up north in Nipissing University. And during that time, I was kind of getting a little bit like out of shape and not doing so well, um, like mentally, physically, feeling like I wanted to make a big change and not really sure what it was. And I discovered Rich Roll and Scott Jurek and um, a whole host of like incredible uh, people who who became role models for me. And I saw what they were doing and I and I saw them like running and trail running and doing all this epic stuff and living like really good lives. And I wanted to improve myself and kind of take a step in the right direction. So I started trail running, um, just casually found out about five peaks, did some races, went over to like longer stuff over time. And at that same time, I, I picked up a GoPro and a couple cameras and just started recording like my, my runs. So um, they were, it was like really the perfect marriage of just like capturing my experience trail running and getting in shape. And that's kind of where it all started. That's awesome that you got into both of them at the same time, because it's sort of a natural thing for you to do both now, as opposed to maybe having started just as running and trying to pick up the, the uh, filming as you went and learning those skills, but it still must be quite a steep learning curve. How like just strapping on a GoPro and then producing something that looks good are two different things. So when did you figure out how to make stuff look good? Yeah. I mean, like from, from go, I think I was always like pretty, I don't know, creatively in tune or aligned with just like, you know, what looks good. I watched a lot of ginger runner films and Billy Yang films. And, uh, my mom was a professional photographer and she shot a lot of outdoor stuff. So I think I had like, some of the aesthetic and like, you know, creative stuff already in me. And then all I had to learn was like technically, right. Like how to shoot. So I'm not over or underexposed and how to edit and you know, how to balance dialogue and audio and all like the intricacies of, of making a film, for example. Right. And all that came just through like trial and error. I made like hundreds of, of just like stupid GoPro films where I'd bring my GoPro on like a 15 kilometer run to these waterfalls and I'd make a little recap video and I'd send it to all my friends and get feedback. And it was just like a process of, of iteration, I think of just like constantly improving and figuring out what can I do better. And then when it became my career only a couple of years later from people just um, seeing what I was doing and reaching out being like, Hey, can, can I hire you to do that? But like for my yoga company or for, for my running race or my bike race or whatever, it, um, obviously when it became like a career, I took it a little more seriously and just invested more time into like making the content and the productions like as good as I could. So. And you've along the way, obviously gotten, um, into longer running, as you mentioned, one of the more challenging races you've done from your film there was the trans Kirks. Why don't we talk a little bit about that? Give us give us an overview of the course before we talk about your own personal experience. Or the oh, man. Or yeah, it was definitely the, the longest and hardest race I've done so far. Um, Trans-Selkirks, for those that don't know, it's a, a five-day, well, three-day and a five-day stage race in Revelstoke, British Columbia. Uh, the base for pretty much every day is the bottom of the ski resort and <laughs> Revelstoke is known for having like the highest vertical, I think in North America. 
So basically the course and our routes were essentially going up and down the mountain from like valley bottom up into the Alpine and back down and back up and back down. And we did that for about five days. So like it <laughs> averaged about 30 kilometers a day and almost like 160 K for, for the five days. And how much vert? The vert was close to Everest. I think it was like seven or 8,000 meters over, over the five days. So like quite a bit of climbing. I think the, the one day, like day three had like 2,200 or 2,400 meters of climbing. So quite a bit. Perfect for the Wednesday or whatever, midweek, whatever it was. <laughs> right. I've already run a couple of days, but yeah, sure. Just give it to us halfway through. <laughs> well, let's get into your your experience there a little bit. You, you touched on how difficult it was, but like, just, just give us a, a run through of kind of how the week went for you. Yeah. So going into it, like I've never, never done a stage race in my life. Um, so I was completely new to, you know, that whole format of, running and you know wanting to do your best but also saving it and knowing you have like x amount to go through for for the rest of the week right and i wasn't really sure of like how to pace myself or what to expect i kind of went in just like survive this adam like just don't <laughs> blow up and and like take it easy but inevitably like everyone knows you you start a race and adrenaline and the excitement's going and you're, you know, you see the people in the front and you're like, damn, I'm like feeling pretty good. Like, let's go for <laughs> it. Right. And so day one, I dug myself like a pretty big cave by going out like a little bit. Actually, sorry. No, day one, I actually paced it pretty well. But day two, I was like, oh, I'm actually feeling pretty good. No shit. It's day two. <laughs> <laughs> And I, and there was a lot of climbing that day, like not quite 2200, but pretty close. And, um, I was suffering like 10 K in. I was like not feeling too well. And, uh, so that was a bit of a wake up call for like day three to be like, okay, I gotta like chill out and make sure I can get through this. Cause once you're through, I kind of looked at it. Like once I'm due through day three, I'm over halfway. Right. And I think I would, I would finish it at that point. It'd be hard, but I know I would get it done. And my goal was to finish, right? My goal wasn't to like podium or anything like that. So I got through day three and then day four was like way more runnable single track through like classic Pacific Northwest rainforest. And, um, I was feeling pretty good that day. And then I ended up taking like the, the overall win, which was so surprising to me. Amazing. Yeah. And then that just dug me a bit of a cave for like <laughs> day five where like I had a really rough day five, but managed to finish and uh, kind of leave. I think I left like almost it all out there. So that, that felt pretty good. Well, congratulations on such a successful uh, first stage race. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully the first of many. I'm like still a little bit scarred. Like people are like, are you going to go back next year or like, are you going to keep doing that? And I, I think so. Like I love it and I would do it again, but there's something nice about just running one day and coming home and knowing you're done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. And on top of that, you, you decided that you were going to like document it, like you've done everything now. And you've said that you've started, you, you started running and filming at the same time. So it's not necessarily new to you, but I have to imagine over five days, 
the fact that you're producing the film is a whole other thing to worry about. You're worried about your pace, you're worried about your fuel, and then you got to worry about getting your shots so that you know that you have all the content that you need. Is that ever difficult? Do you ever just want to ditch the camera? Yeah, it is. you know what? It has its pros and cons. Like there's times when you're suffering and you wake up in the morning and like you forgot that you didn't back up your SD card or you didn't put your SD card in your camera <laughs> or one of your batteries is dead or like like technical things like that, which like I think I have a pretty good handle on because I do it professionally. So I have these like protocols that I kind of go through to make sure like I'm always on top of like that kind of stuff. So that part's frustrating. Taking it out every now and then is kind of frustrating having a pocket for it because we had bear spray and I had my GoPro and I had flasks and food and like it is a decent amount of stuff to carry. I think a couple of days I just left my phone at home and just chose to bring my GoPro instead because like it felt like a lot of weight in my vest having my big, you know, massive iPhone and mm -hmm. uh, and a GoPro there. So I kind of just prioritized the GoPro. And then on the flip side, like there's times where you're suffering and you're alone for like half an hour or an hour and it's kind of nice just to be like uh i forget that movie but like the guy where he grows the beard and he goes to the the uh castaway like when he's oh, on the, yes. <laughs> the beach and he's talking to like the volleyball or whatever <laughs> I, I feel like that's like what it's like when you're like suffering deep and you've just like got a gopro and you can talk to and say anything to and that makes it, I think, feel like you've got more purpose outside of like just like dwelling in your own head, you know? <laughs> now, is there anything when you get back to the editing suite afterwards that you that you watch and you go, oh, my God, I forgot I said that or I forgot I was feeling that way? You know, I think like the main thing is like just seeing how much I complain while I'm out there. <laughs> it's like such a wake up call because like fuck we're so lucky to be doing these things right and like to be out there and just focusing on like the pain and the suffering is like so cliche right to just always be like that was a big climb or my legs hurt or like i'm really <laughs> hungry and i don't want to be doing this like it's so funny like how many times you actually say that <laughs> that's hilarious is there yeah. any uh any what is there a biggest takeaway that you had from the entire week Hmm. I would say my biggest takeaway, it might be cliche, but I think a lot of people discover this in like longer ultras and the longest ultra I've done is like just over 50 K. So I'm not super experienced with, you know, 50 milers and hundred milers and stuff. But I think I, I had a takeaway of like a similar experience that I gather people do like at the end of those races where it's like, holy shit, I did not think I was like capable of, of doing that, like waking up on day four and looking at the vert profile and the distance, it was basically running a marathon. It was like 40 K on day four. And to think of like everything I just done those three days and then waking up and being like, holy shit, now I have to run a marathon. Like <laughs> I, I did not think I, I, I could do that. Like if I was just at home or like in my normal life, I, it's so easy just to say no and to, to just like cop out and take the easy way out. But when you're in a race, like you're, you're held accountable. Everyone's like cheering you on and stuff. So like you really do discover like what, what you're actually capable of. And I think I came home with a lot of confidence with like myself and also like my running fitness of being like, yeah, when I'm, when I need to, I can like, you know, execute. And I felt stronger because of that. So that was pretty cool. <laughs>
That sounds like a fantastic week, man. Like a real confidence booster. That's awesome. What are you, what are you working on next? Is there anything in the works? Yeah. So on, uh, tomorrow, actually on, on Saturday, one of my, uh, friends, Riley, he's the ultra running rep out here in, uh, British Columbia. He's organizing like a fun little backyard ultra out of his, uh, out of his backyard in, in Squamish. So, uh, my girlfriend, Catherine are going to go up there with a couple other friends and, uh, and just do like, like the backyard ultra format, right? Like six and a half K every hour. Um, some of them want to do like 50 K. So I think that's like not eight or nine loops. Um, but I'm just going to go and I haven't been running a ton lately. So I'm just going to go and do, I don't know, five laps or six laps or just call it when I'm not having fun anymore and just have a good day. <laughs> be with your friends and you can chirp from the sidelines after that. Yeah, man. I can be on the chair just eating and drinking or whatever <laughs> and cheer them on and watch them suffer. But I don't I don't really feel like suffering tomorrow. So <laughs> <laughs> well in the in the uh what is the pro broadcast schedule here? People will want to find out how the race went because they're going to hear this after tomorrow. So tell people where they can follow you along and, and get all the good Adam Stevens stuff. Yeah, for sure. So my Instagram is Adam Stevens visuals. Um, same with my website, uh, my YouTube channel. If you just type in my name or if you type in Adam Stevens visuals, YouTube, you should be able to find uh, my YouTube channel as well. And yeah, definitely like re reach out. Always love hearing from people. If anyone has any questions about filmmaking or running or anything like that, then yeah, it's always wicked to, to meet new people and go go run with new people as well. So amazing. Make sure you hit him up. I'll make sure everything's linked. A huge thank you to Adam Stevens. A huge thank you to all of you listening. Shout out to race volunteers everywhere. And until next time, I'm Adam Lee, and this is Community Trail Running. Mm -hmm.